Alex, how are you? Good, good. Well, welcome. Um, thanks for thanks for taking the time. Uh, we've got a number of questions that we've kind of gone through here. So mm-hmm. uh, I want to thank you for joining us on our latest podcast series. Well, Jason, thank you for uh, taking the time to have me here on this webinar. It's great to be here. Um, my name is Alex, and I am the general manager here at uh, Benefit Tech Consulting. Um, we're a company that specializes in helping uh, tech companies and all sorts of other companies as well create employee cultures that really uh, stand the test of time and uh, help employees continue to be uh, more productive through having uh, internal equity and, and things of that nature. Um, so a little bit of background about myself. I uh, graduated uh, from BCIT in finance and uh, spent a number of years in my early career at uh, TD Bank. Um, eventually, I felt like the need to um, move a little bit away from uh, the corporate grind and into something a little bit more dynamic and uh, found Benefidec and uh, have been there ever since for about the last two years now, uh, really kind of heading all operations on this side of Canada here. Awesome. And yeah. um, tell us a bit about Benefit Deck. I know it's seen a ton of growth, kind of about 25% year-over-year growth. Um, yeah. Let's dive a little bit deep into that uh, because Benefit Deck is of obviously interest to our audience. Uh, for those that are listening, um, Benefit Deck was founded by uh, our own co-founder of Fineo, uh, Donald Chu. And uh, you've obviously taken over the mantle and are, are driving it strong. So love to hear a little bit about its uh, its history, its growth, and then kind of where you know where are you looking to take it. For sure, definitely. Uh, yeah, like you mentioned, uh, Jason Donald Chu, which is a co-founder of Fineo, is the principal of Benefit Deck. And I think uh, a tri- one of the four traits that are attributed to its growth over time have been productiveness, perseverance, persistence, and and patience. The four Ps. Uh, What's that? The four Ps. The, the four Ps, yeah, exactly. Um, as, as I'm sure you guys know over there, and I know that you guys deal with a lot of advisors, falling, once, falling up once is easy, twice is pretty easy, three times as well. But sometimes it takes you know nine times to get through to that prospective client that could really be that long-term relationship for you. Definitely. Um, and it could be up until that point um, that they provide you with the ability for you to even prove the value that you're able to provide to them. Um, so, you know, Benefitec's mantra has always been to continue to be persistent and persevere through constantly following up with clients and uh, being proactive and persistent with that and essentially just making sure uh, that we can identify their needs on a deep level. Um, due to that, we've seen strong growth over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, our last year growth was about 25%, which was uh, one of our largest years um, of growth since Benefit Deck's inception. Wow. And um, uh, it's been great to continue to help companies in the tech industry and all other industries as well really see the value of working with a team like ours that is really front, back, back to front um, service and, and transparency as well. Helping clients with, you know, setting up those cultures and sustaining those cultures over the long period of time. It's not really a, a bandage fix that we go for. We go for a true long-term sustainable approach to helping them achieve what they need to achieve with their employee culture. So I'll throw you a little curveball here. It wasn't in the questions, but, uh, you know, what's an average day like for, for Alex? An average day, uh, well, you know, I, I wake up in the morning, check check all of my emails, see if there's any high priority fires that that need to be dealt with. Yeah. As, 
you know, most days do have a lot of those. We're dealing with a couple right now and okay. Okay. You know, making sure that everybody is dealt with in a timely and efficient manner. And then, you know, from there, moving on to any meetings that I might have throughout the day, whether that would be with other advisors, other firms or other clients in general. And, you know, continuing to meet with individuals like yourself to, you know, ensure that our brand continues to resonate in the industry. And the um, the transition from, say, the banking industry into the insurance industry, I'd love for you to unpack that further and kind of talk about that, you know, movement into the insurance industry and then, you know, specifically into kind of group benefits. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it, it was it was interesting. Um, I think that it, it was one of those moments, I guess I could say, in my life that I just had to take the leap of faith, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, something that really resonated to me was just the way that Donald was as a parent, someone that I felt like I could trust just right from the get-go. Um, I knew that I wanted to move into something a little bit more dynamic. Um, and, you know, helping people has always been part of my mantra, even back at the bank as well. So it was a natural transition to kind of move from that into helping people and employees um, continue to be productive in this industry. It's definitely been a, a very large learning curve. Um, two years ago, I wouldn't have known anything about group benefits. And even having such a rudimentary um, plan within my own previous experience, um, never really taking the time to really delve too far into it. Um, understanding all of the different things that there are now from a technical standpoint is really another reason why clients really can benefit from having a firm that has that level of expertise that can walk them through all those steps, not just in the beginning, but as they continue to unfold and and continue to move towards their goals uh, of their employee cultures with their employees in the future. And for our audience, uh, you know, some are going to be advisors, some are going to be just, you know, on the peripheral of the industry, some are just going to be entrepreneurs. Um, Can you speak a little bit about, you know, why are you guys succeeding right now? Um, You know, over the last few years, you've seen the industry change. You know, what what is making the difference for you folks? And, you know, what is it that is, you know, driving you to wake up every morning and just be continually be excited about the industry? One of the things that I really like about this industry right now is that there is going through a large technological change. Um, A lot of things that previously weren't, you know, being able to be done uh, through technology are now just becoming table stakes to be done by technology. And we're going to continue to see that exponential shift into technology in regards to the insurance industry as a whole. Um, You know, because of that, um, we're one of the differentiating factors for us is that we're completely technologically enabled. Um, we do a lot of things completely paperless. We help people um, with a number of beyond benefits through other technologies as well, which allows them to provide that holistic kind of culture for their employees. And understanding that and being able to provide that to our employees or to our clients rather when we speak to them is something that they find a lot of value in because it's things that they might not have you know, thought about. Um, and we're bringing to the forefront and, you know, setting it up initially correctly, we believe is the right way to do things. The first time right approach, so to speak. And so let's, let's unpack that for a bit. So you said initially correctly. What are we seeing in terms of, you know, group benefits getting set up with, you know, fast moving companies? A lot of startups are, are moving quickly. They get a $2 million injection. Uh, they yeah. start looking at their corporate culture. They start looking at their HR. You know, how do you guys come in and differentiate yourselves? So, for example, I mean, you you mentioned about doing things um, correctly from the beginning, something as simple as as a particular benefit line, like, let's say, long-term disability. 
Um, if you make long-term disability a taxable benefit for your employees, if something were to ever happen to them, um, the amount that they're getting uh, from a monetary perspective is they're going to need to uh, essentially claim in terms of tax, their taxable income. Um, setting that up as a non-taxable benefit is a great benefit to the employees, but it requires them to pay that portion of the premium. That's an example of something that you know a lot of people that we talk to or a lot of clients that we talk to are not actually aware of from the start. And it can provide you know a vast amount of benefit to their, their employees when they actually go through um, those type of traumatizing events, right? So un uncovering all those little kinds of cracks and, and, and chinks in the armor, if you will, and making sure that everything is set up, you know, from the ground up and has a very strong foundation to continue to be successful in, in, in a one year sort of time span, but in the, in the next five to 10 years and so to speak. Um, we also create our plans very dynamically as well and provide proactive advice to a lot of our clients um, in a lot of cases, once a quarter at least, which allows us to show them what kind of trends we're seeing in the market and provide them advice on, you know, maybe they're looking to add like an EFAP plan, for example, which focuses on mental health. Um, we're seeing that as a huge um, indicator now uh, of, of companies that are wanting to add that to their plans. It's really becoming the forefront and things of that nature as well, right? So lots of different ways uh, that we can continue to be proactive with the clients and and make sure that they're taken care of from the start to the middle to the finish and every step in between. Now, Fineo is uh, full transparency to our audience. Fineo is a client of Benefit Deck, and I myself have gone back and forth with you and your staff uh, over the course of the last few months. And you guys pride yourself on 24-7 support and service. And can you just unpack that a little bit more and, and talk to you again why it's more relevant in, in the age that we're currently living in? Yeah. You know, even in my banking days, um, clients were already looking for omni-channel service. Um, they want to be able to talk to someone when they feel like that they need to be able to talk to someone, not when the office is open, so to speak. Um, because of that, we keep our lines open 24-7. We respond to things throughout the day. Our team is very dedicated and committed to making sure that this vision continues to come to light. Uh, I believe that in the future, you know, everybody is going to be able to or have to be able to provide that omni-channel service across all different types of industries. Um, and we're really trying to lead the charge in this industry right now. And now from, from a leadership um, perspective, as mentioned earlier, you're, you're a GM, you've come on board, uh, you know, working with a, a founder, a principal of the company, and you've got, you know, leadership uh, under your belt because you've been in the banking system for some time. Um, and now you come into this fast growing, you know, startup, if you will, um, you know, startup can be defined as still being in the industry for, you know, five plus years. You know, some companies are startups for 10 years until they really hit their stride and, and become gazelles. Um, you know, what, what were the challenges that you faced from a leadership perspective? What does leadership mean to you? And how do you keep yourself aware of, you know, your leadership goals on a kind of monthly basis? I think that leadership, that, that's a great question, by the way. Leadership is it's constantly changing. Um, I think leadership requires a sense of awareness from the person that is leading the charge and an, abil and an ability to unpack the different personalities of all of your different team members to really get the most out of them. Um, a lot of times this means connecting with them on something that's above and beyond what they do um, through their day-to-days at work, so to speak, and, and really connecting with them on that personal level. So, you know, for me, it's something, it's a very collaborative effort and, and my leadership style is very collaborative. Oftentimes there's, there's no real sense of hierarchy on our team. 
is very much just a team dealing with issues and, and making solutions for clients as a collective. Um, and, you know, for myself, how do I leadership every single day? Uh, at the end of the day, I spend around 10 to 15 minutes reflecting on all of the different significant situations that have happened in that day and how I've impacted either my teammate or a client and what I believe that that impact is going to result into over the next week, two weeks, three weeks, and so forth. And that's kind of how I continue to keep myself in check and make sure that, you know, I'm continuing on the right path for that particular person, right? Because every single person is is very different. And the leadership, you know, for, 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 for your team members um, amongst their different personalities is going to be very different. You know, there's as well, I think coming from, you know, being the manager of a consulting firm, you are coaching and leading your clients real employee and what that could mean to their business so you know understanding that there are very so many things that they need to do and being able to quantify that through their lens and show them the culture is important um, to them is is something that you know i continue to strive towards and continue to try to better at as well so all those sorts of things yeah, that's awesome. Um, we were chatting a bit about EQ uh, before we, you know, we hopped on this call over the last few weeks, sure. talking a lot about uh, emotional quotient. So, love for you to expand your thoughts on EQ and how it's really relevant to, you know, dealing with obstacles in your day, and also relevant to your staff. I think that EQ, if I had to pinpoint it, is probably the most important trait. Um, you know, above and beyond any kind of technical skill, because, you know, I'm under the belief that it's it's a lot easier to learn a technical skill than it is to learn uh, an emotional skill, because it's so, um, I think EQ and having that level of awareness, it really can dictate your success or, or lack thereof, because it taps into your ability to be able to understand the person through their lens and not through your own. Um, so really having that ability to shift your own perspective you know, you could, you could be talking to someone that is, you know, extremely proficient in a particular industry, but how do you explain that to somebody that doesn't know anything about that industry? That is, you know, the importance of EQ. If you've ever seen Elon Musk's um, talks um, and, and his big presentations where he explains and quantifies how we're going to travel to Mars, for the average person can understand vastly complex rocket science and everything else that he's talking about. That's his ability to understand EQ of the audience around him. Um, so, so really, if I had to break it down into something, it's really an understanding and an awareness of the world that you're in and whatever environment you're in at any given time. Yeah. And uh, with, with kind of where leadership's going and where, you know, the industry is going, it's obviously becoming more competitive. We're seeing a lot of different industries kind of uh, evolve and decline right now from a business development perspective. How, how is leadership playing a role for your business development opportunities uh, and kind of filling that pipe? I think it's huge. Um, I think specifically in this industry right now, we're moving into that transitionary um, era, if you will, where technology is really starting to aid a lot of what it means to have an employee culture and a lot of the different aspects of the insurance industry. So, so what does that mean? It, it means that you can no longer just say, this is, you know, the one and only solution. There's so many different variations depending on who the client is and, and, you know, what they're going through at that particular point in time. I think that leadership from, from different firms, you know, Fineo is a great example is, you know, very important to continue to lead that charge 
and show people and whether that would be clients, advisors, or, you know, a mix of both on what it would take to continue to um, be successful as technology changes the industry moving forward. So it's going to be in increasingly more important as time goes on. And um, it's going to be a lot less reliant on, you know, I'm, I'm, I have the expertise and I'm right. So you value there's, there's a lot more of a collaborative approach is what we're seeing. And, you know, that's something that we feel is a great thing. Collaborating with clients, collaborating with partners is something that, you know, makes the world a better place, so to speak. And it speaks to something that we believe very strongly in, which is transparency. It allows everybody to understand what everybody else is doing. And that allows for everybody to be on the same common ground. And, you know, ultimately that that results in, in stronger relationships, better business and more long term business relationships, which, you know, in tune um, uh, aligns with with greater success. 100 percent. Now, if we have an advisor that's watching this or listening to this today uh, and they're getting ready to you know, hire a GM uh, as a GM that's taken over uh, from a successful principal, uh, you know, what would be three tips? Uh, I'm putting you on the spot. What, what might be three yeah. Three tips for them to prepare their business for their GM, and then I've got a, I got one last final follow up question. Tips to prepare for a GM: um, have your processes laid out um, as best as you can. Quantify as many of those processes as you can, especially the ones that are very very high priority. Be prepared to teach. Um, there is definitely an aspect of teaching somebody new, regardless of whether or not they're part of the industry or um, coming from somewhere else. Um, they're going to have their own mindset of doing things and, and their own way of doing things um, that, you know, in some instances are going to be great for you. And in some instances might not be something that you um, would want as much of. So you got to really tailor your expectations and be ready to teach and, and really take a step back and reflect on what your brand means to you. Um, and resonate that to whoever you have coming in. As, as you and I both know, brand is the single most important thing in any business. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why employee culture is so important, because it allows employees to resonate their brands wherever they go. Uh, and that allows, obviously, the company to be more important. So if you're looking for, you know, uh, if you're a principal looking for a GM, so to speak, just make sure that you understand exactly what your brand stands for it. And you take some time to write some notes on what that means to you so that you can resonate and quantify that um, to the person that you're willing to bring on. And as a, as a GM talking to perhaps, you know, other entrepreneurs out there that are running their own businesses, um, you know, what's, and maybe even somebody that's looking to become a GM, kind of what, mm -hmm. what three tips would you have for those folks? Um, perseverance is number one. Yeah, going um, back to the four Ps here, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, perseverance is definitely number one. Yeah. Um, that is, uh, you know, one of the things that, you're definitely going to need. Um, there's going to be ups and downs constantly. Um, there's going to be really high highs and, and some low lows that you're going to feel like you're going to be tested. And, you know, it's, it's a continue to put that discipline in and continue to come in every single day with that same amount of energy and continue to drive what you need um, moving forward. Um, don't forget the long-term vision of what you're trying to achieve as well. It's very easy as a GM to kind of focus yourself on everything that's right in front of you, which is, you know, very important as well because things need to get done yesterday, so to speak. Um, but at the same time, you got to take time to, to look at the telescope as well, to look far out and, and see exactly what you're trying to achieve over the long period of time and not forget that. 
And then for you yourself, think about what your own personal brand is to yourself. What is it that you stand for and how does that align with what your company values are? And if you're an aspiring GM, how does you know what you believe in align with the company that you'd like to be a GM for? And if that's a great fit, then you're going to be happy with what you're doing and the perseverance is going to come naturally to you. So it's something that definitely takes a lot of work and it's something that is a constant reevaluation of yourself, but it's something that's definitely very rewarding if you can achieve as well. So on the spot, on the topic of achieving, uh, what's what's next for benefit uh, benefitdeck.com? What's what's next? Um, so yeah, that's a thanks for bringing that up. We actually have a, a great new coding platform uh, that we have that's in its final stages of development. Uh, we're revamping our entire website as well to be a little bit more modern, and uh, we're integrating as well with uh, payroll and HRIS software as well Exciting. to be able to. For, yeah, it's very exciting to be able to offer clients a, a very holistic approach uh, to to their overall employee culture and really kind of be the one-stop shop for them um, and help them through essentially everything that they need. Yeah. And if, uh, if any of the listeners wanted to get in touch with you today, how, how could they do that? Uh, by email is best, okay. uh, alex at benefitdeck.com. You can always search me in on uh, LinkedIn, Alex Space Milkovich. Uh, that's M-I-L-J. K-O-V-I-C, a bit of a long last name. Um, but yeah, I'd be happy to chat with anybody that would like to chat further, for sure. Awesome. So again, thanks for taking the time to um, uh, have the sit down with me. And uh, yeah. Well, thanks, Alex, from BenefitDeck.com. We appreciate your time today. And uh, we're looking forward to having you back on our show. For sure. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Alex.